0: The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had a speaker to house, and I'm going to go over what we uh, what we know here. Uh, Mike Johnson, um, Louisiana. He's from a very red, red district around uh, Shreveport. Um, he has been known throughout his career to pushing very conservative positions when it comes to cultural, social issues. Actually, he, he worked for a couple of nonprofits uh, prior to uh, running for office as uh, a lawyer and handling various different cases. Um. Again, he, he was elected to Congress 2016 he ser- after, after he's serving in the Louisiana state legislature. Um, again, he's defended uh, the state's same-sex marriage ban before the Louisiana Supreme Court. His opposition to same-sex marriage and abortion, along with support for religious freedoms, has continued to guide him as a legislature. Okay, it's Wall Street Journal commenting on that today. Um, and I, I, listen, I, I don't have any problem with social Conservatives. Um, Again, this is a a big country. Everybody's entitled to their own views. Um, Again, I I think states' rights are are very important. I I remember, you know, on on the flip side, I remember Bill O'Reilly on his program, uh, you know, always highlighting some sort of uh, crazy affair in San Francisco that the uh, homosexual community would put on. And how over the top it was. And I was, I was like, Bill, um, you don't live there. I, I mean, if they, wanna, they want to, to, you know, this is the way they want to I mean, it's the way they want to live, okay? Again, one of the th- great things about having a, a state system and local governments is because uh, you can move uh, to where it best suits you. Uh, my hope, quite frankly, is that um, a lot of these cultural issues, social issues are, are off the table right now. Um, when you have much, much bigger fish to fry when it comes to those things and, and the debates surrounding those things. Um, again, this is the one thing I like about Mike Johnson is he's, um, he's a fiscal conservative. He is a fiscal conservative. Um, he put forward, I guess they're going to, they want to put forward some sort of spending measure to keep, uh, Keep the government open for either January 15th or April 15th so they can get these appropriations bills through. He's also proposed passing a 2025 budget resolution by April and actually keeping the House in session throughout August uh, if they can't uh, get the things done on time. Now, he served as head as a Republican study committee. Uh, again, he presided over a budget blueprint designed to balance the budget. In 10 years, uh, pushed an idea that uh, Paul Ryan had put forward in regards to turning Medicare into a premium support system as well. He also talked about raising the retirement age to 69. Again, all of these things are going to be used uh, against him, and they're going to be demagogue because that's what people of uh, little, uh, little thought, I mean, just the small-minded people will do. I mean, we got a problem out there. Uh, Social Security, Medicare are going to run out of money in ten years. But uh, guess what? Guess what? The uh, the members of Congress are going to continue to ignore it. Uh, Johnson has been a strong supporter of, of Donald Trump, um, whatever that means. Uh, again, the fact he pushed, he played a big role in, in pushing this um, election fraud issue. And in 2020, and interestingly enough, um, Ken Buck from Colorado, this is kind of interesting to think about it. Ken Buck said he wasn't able to support, um, Jim Jordan because of the 2020 election issue, but he backed Johnson for the post. And he says that, yeah, he made a mistake, but I think people make mistakes and still can be really good speakers. Again, let's hopefully that they, they put this off the table and they focus on the task at hand. What I didn't like was, you know, after the Republicans are getting together and making the announcement, uh, a reporter, I think it was an NBC News reporter, asked a legitimate question. Asked a legitimate question uh, about this uh, and, and talking about, uh, you know, his, you know, the to asked about what he, she called his effort to overturn the 2020 presidential election. And, you know, Republicans started booing and one representative told the reporter to shut up. Uh, Aren't they just doing their jobs? You might not like, I I get it, liberal media, mainstream, eat all that stuff. But is that not a legitimate question? And, And do you really think the best way of handling that is by telling a reporter to shut up? Isn't there a better way of handling that? No, we don't want to answer those questions at this time. We're focusing on this, 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 and this, and we'll answer those later and move on. But but telling reporters to shut up and it wasn't Mike Johnson. Or who was it? I was. I don't know what member of Congress uh, it was. It's just quite frankly stupid. Anyway, let, let's uh, let's all hope that we can actually uh, get some some things done and actually deal with the spending. Um, I am curious to see because Johnson voted against Ukrainian aid uh, the last time around. Was it a true no vote or was one of those votes where I can vote no because I know it's going to pass already because that happens often. So a lot of these politicians kind of box themselves or, uh, you know, prop themselves up, use leverage. So we'll see what happens with uh, Joe Biden's request for one hundred and five billion dollars. Watchdogonwallstreet.com.